Hello, my friends. It's Chad. Welcome to the new segment of the Naked Leadership Podcast called Thanks, I Needed That, where we have real and raw coaching conversations with top performers, company founders, and amazing humans making a difference in their companies, communities, and homes. Each episode, we dive deep into the challenge they're facing and the possibility that it presents. This week, Dan engages with Kylie. She is a horse trainer and all-around badass cowgirl in the Great North. Listen in as she wrestles with some of the family business dynamics and the success that she hopes to create from it. We will get a front row seat to Dan's exploration of some of the attitudes and ways of being that are holding Kylie back. There's a real breakthrough moment for Kylie when Dan gives her some hard-to-hear feedback towards the end of the conversation. Let's listen in. So, hi, Kylie. How are you doing? Good, Dan. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm so glad you made it. I know it's been rough getting here over the last um, month or so, but I'm thanks for being so flexible and making it. Appreciate yeah. it. No, I'm, I'm just honored. I'm excited so, to do this with you. So, Hey, me too. Me too. Let's talk a little bit about what you want to accomplish in this um, and, and what that looks like for you. So, because I, I want something I can obviously used to support you from getting to where you are to where you want to go. So why don't you talk a little bit about what you want to accomplish over the, in this call and what that, what the benefit of that would be and just start there. Start there. Um, I would like to dive into more on confidence and taking my stand. Um, wow. And I want to, I have some questions to help me bring some clarity to what my interpretation of a stand is and um, so that I can go forth, um, especially in the family um, ranch situation and have a stand um, and feel confident about it instead of, you know, maybe putting my toe in and then being like, ooh, that didn't. That was I don't know, and then then I back up, and then then I've lost my stand because I um, felt uncomfortable or chickened out or people pleased or you know a variety of things that I've noticed come up for me. Okay, um, why don't you talk about what you would like if you if you took a let's talk about let me just see if I got this clear. Okay. <laughs> so you're it's pretty, it's pretty general, so I want to get it okay. really specific. Yep. So you're you you want to be you're looking to get more confident in your stand with your family around the ranch, which you can be good to specify what that means, and uh, for you, and that uh, you find yourself second guessing yourself uh, and start employing certain strategies like people pleasing or you know whatever you might do to uh, avoid the yes. tension of what's going on. I'm I'm making that up. That's a a lot of words, but can you? Is that accurate? And will you be more specific about what you want to have happen? Um, I would say yes to the avoiding part. Um, I, I think that you hit that on the head for me. Um, specific. So let's think of it this way, right? Okay. What I want to know is what's a vision for you with your family 
you know, um, at the, on the ranch and whatever the issue you want to solve is. What would be a vision that's worth going after and and failing for? Like, if you failed, it still would be worth it. It's it's got intrinsic value in it for you just to do to go after it. Does that make sense? Yes. Like and it's what? it's compelling. Like even if you fail, it's worth it. What comes up for me when you said that was a few months ago, I was so so determined to keep my family whole, whatever that looked like in my mind. And now to be okay with things being split and pursuing my, my husband and I's vision of what we want to do agriculture wise and having the confidence to do that and be our own entity and and it's okay it's okay that we're not a family business like with my mom dad and my brother and i i think that's scary for us to think that we could do it by ourselves that's what all right for me got it got it so you're what you're saying is you're looking at you're you're willing to have it. You're willing to get off of the way you wanted it to look, sure. in order to have what matters to you and and your and your husband. Correct. Correct. Okay. Good. So, what is it that you you two want to have for yourselves, separate from whatever the family wants to have for the business? Or yeah, um, we want. We want roughly 12,000 acres of land. Uh, we want to run 200 cows, 200 goats, and about uh, 20 um, head of uh, horses. I, I want to start a breeding program with horses. Okay, great. And what's the challenge? Money <laughs> um, hey. is the is the forefront. Uh, we don't at this time have land um at you, our you, you have you have 10 acres right now is that correct yeah yeah we have 10 acres right now correct yeah yeah because you told me that yeah yeah so but, but you want you want you want 1200 12,000 acres correct correct and um and okay good and when you say money is the the issue tell me how is money the issue what what is it you would do with the money if you had it, uh, invest in livestock. Um, okay. So, and other, I mean, livestock would be the first one we didn't need to invest in. And then um, water systems, uh, depending on what 12,000 acres we had, we may not have a, a barn or corrals or um, yeah. array of things to help support and manage our the livestock. Okay. I, I'm just uh, taking notes. Okay, good, great. Um, so what's, so money is in between you and having that part. Is there anything else that your, your challenges you face that you need to navigate? Um, that, that... Yeah, like, 
for dad for for my fault for my dad um the worry and the that i you know that i might hurt his feelings or wanting to split things um that's not necessarily what he wants to see happen and i understand that um and i think i have this i i have this belief that if we split the ranch and my husband and i do our own thing and other people do their own thing that it's going to create more distance um between the family but it might also bring with relationship wise actually if we split everything maybe business wise maybe the relationships can actually get better but I know that I have a I know that my belief for a long time was if we split the business and our relationships are just gonna even get more distant. So that's another fear, I guess, or belief that I have of if we do this, is this just gonna create more distance um relationship wise. And so so tell me what so the lack of confidence is in across like how does that relate to you having this happen like in other words where is your lack of confidence <laughs> in getting the money in dealing with your father you also have your brother right mm-hmm. yeah All right so what what is where is the so let me just summate this so i i click it sounds like you're struggling with your confidence in your stand concerning the future of what the ranch will look like, right? Yeah. And that you want and you want to have a specific portion of the ranch to expand livestock, but yep. it's conflicted. You're conflicted because your dad's hesitant to split the ranch or doesn't necessarily want to or is what might be sad about it. Mm-hmm. And that you're afraid if doing so may create distance between the rest of the family, which would include your brother. Correct. Uh, leading leading. So your sec so that's leading you to second guess yourself and avoid. Is that accurate? Yeah, and then what also came up for me when you're talking about that is, am I demanding or asking too much? Like, do I do I have the right to ask for that? To ask for twelve thousand acres? Um, do I deserve it? I think that's what kind of came up for me. Yeah. Well, I'm, okay, good. I, now that's, so you're, that flushed up a thought, like, am I am I asking for too much? Do I deserve this? Right. So why would you ask for it if you didn't think you deserved it? Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Is it that you, like, like my sense is, do what? What's your purpose in asking for it? If you don't think you deserve it, and if you think you deserve it, on what basis do you deserve it? And let's get clear about that. Okay. Right. So, does this make sense? Yeah. So why? Yeah, why do I deserve it? Yeah, I mean. It, you have a judgment, right? You said it. Yeah. That you think your aspirations for the ranch might be 
uh, too demanding and, and that splitting the brands could potentially harm the family, which means conflict, right? Right. Okay, good. So, what do you, the question I have is, could there be, like, what, what are you interpreting there? What is it, what are your interpretations? What is there, could there be a misinterpretation in there? Or are you, is there an incomplete perspective in play? Like, is there, what's going on for you that would make you think that? Um, not good enough. Like that, that's, I, I mean, the racket of I'm not good enough. What are you doing? Um, if we're going to be honest and get real here, I, I hear yeah. a lot of my mom's voice and my brother's voice. Like, well, you haven't been here as long as Jay. Um, you haven't put in as much work as an adult as Jay. You aren't trustworthy. You're not reliable. You're sporadic. You're compul um not irrational, um compulsive. Uh I call it spontaneous. <laughs> Whatever the flip side of that one is. I'm struggling. Um can't think of that word right now. Impulsive. Um, those are the, those are what I hear. Um, yeah. So how, how are you going to take care of all this and how are you going to be successful, Kylie? And so do, you know, you're going to fail before you even start. I mean, that that's um, so if, <laughs> through that, what's driving so, that? So, so. So is it true that the time and effort you've invested in the ranch compared to Jay diminishes your right or voice to voice your aspirations and plans? No, I Maria. do not think so. I could. What? Like, tell me what. And then the other one is, could there be a misinterpretation or a different perspective to consider regarding your readiness and so-called impulsiveness a different interpretation that yeah, i like, interpret like yeah like you're interpreting what they're saying as you're you're impulsive etc what could, is there any other interpretation of what they're saying that you're not considering and if there was would you want to know what it is or are you are you willing to look at alternatives yes okay yeah. good so what what Give me, um, so give me an idea of what they might be for you. Like, give me a couple of other interpretations that might be as true or maybe even more relevant than the ones that you've got so far. About them. So yeah, about when they say that I'm not trustworthy or impulsive, what's another interpretation that they're trying to yeah. say? Yeah. Like if I am, they, sorry. Go, go, go ahead. You okay. got it. Um, that I might. It's uncomfortable. 
uh, like if I if I'm in their shoes, like I'm speaking from them, it's uncomfortable for me, Gary slash Jay. I don't. I need more planning. Uh, I don't trust as easy as you. Um, what do you mean? You say that, or they say that? They, they say that. They say that. Um, like th- that's like, like me. So, um, there's a possibility that they're trying to express an uncomfort level that they experience. Um, what that do you I think might they're? Put, up, put, what might put they, forth. What might they, yeah, what might they be uncomfortable with? What do, what do you think their discomfort could be if it wasn't just, uh, like, if it had some grounding in there? Like, what are they looking at that makes them uncomfortable that you may not be considering? Maybe I moved too quickly through a, a decision Okay, um, for them. Um, okay. And so that could be interpreted as impulsive? Right. Yeah, okay. possibility. Yeah. Okay. What else? <laughs> what I heard, what I heard, them like, how about, is it possible they're concerned that, well, you know, Jay and, and uh, your father put in a lot of time, and maybe they're, are they could they be concerned about your experience level and your ability to carry off what you want to do immediately? That you're going to need the ranch, you're going to need others to help. Uh, yep, that's a yeah valid possibility. What 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 came up for you in that one? <laughs> well, I put like. <laughs> I really wanted to be more involved and help. Um, yeah, but what do you mean? Like the more time than that, that's been, that has been put, that, that, wow, you said that that's been put on my husband and I a handful of times and it, it really yeah. bothers us because it's not that we haven't offered or haven't been there or or in, in our eyes and and that's where I'm okay well how are we contributing to this um we just don't feel like what I make up is if we give them more time then they have invested more time and then they have more of a right to ask what they want and I'm I know my husband isn't here, but that's something my husband and I have discussed a lot, and it bugs us both. And what do you mean when it bugs you? What do you mean? Because we don't act- feel do like you it's think about well. We we my husband and I feel or make up that an opportunity has been robbed, and 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 I've really wrestled with that a lot the last three or four months like the specific word robbed like we feel like we've been robbed um but but i think it comes back to like some interpretations of you're not trustworthy like what are they what is another way they're trying to say that and i interpreted it differently so 
that might be actually contributing to that belief that we feel robbed of an opportunity. Yeah, tell me, how have you contributed to it? Uh, we weren't very clear. We weren't very clear. Like, we were kind of waiting around like meek mice and just waiting for someone to like give us permission to jump in and instead of just hey we really want to be here and being bold we yeah. waited around for a blessing and okay. that could be interpreted as well they really didn't want to be here so right yeah okay good that makes sense right that makes sense that that might be part of what they're concerned about is okay now you so have you have you stated clearly up you know, have you stated clearly your willingness to contend or want the the opportunity? I have, yes. Um, I haven't. I I I'd probably I've done that at least twice, if not three times, in well, family. Let's look. Let's look. What happened Sorry. when you think? Because this has come up for you regularly, right? You're you and and your husband have been considering this. And it comes up for you. It's up for you now that you feel like almost robbed of the opportunity due to the past lack of clarity and some right. expressing kind of uh, uncertainty about which way you want to go. Is that accurate? Uh, yes. Okay. Good. So when you, when you when you feel or think that you're robbed of the opportunities, how do you behave? Like when that comes up, uh, how do you start to behave towards Jay and your your dad and mom? Hesitance, like really, really trying to read the room, like overread the room. Um, and people please, <laughs> but not being really timid. Okay. And w when you think about that, what? What are the benefits of doing that? What are the payoffs of being, you know, of, of that behavior exactly? Like, what are the short-term payoffs you get from being timid and trying to please them and say what they want? You know, I'm, of course, reading some and of this in there, but you're doing what you can to make them feel good about or not get upset and please them. And then you act timidly. What, what do you think the payoffs are for that? No conflict. Well, okay, good. In theory, no conflict in that moment. Yeah, well, no, yeah that's right. Short term relief. Yeah, um, in the moment. Right on, right on. Yeah, um, I think that's the biggest drive is the the no conflict, um, not hurting people's feelings because I'm not. I'm gingerly stepping around instead of just you know standing. Right. Yeah. Um, Anything else? How, what do you get to feel? What goes on for you when you're timid and you you go around and you don't communicate what you really want? You withhold. If I'm, is uh -huh. that accurate? And 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 so, short term, you don't get their disapproval. You don't get the and discomfort then... of the conflict. Right. Right. Um... So, what do you get? What's the long term consequences? Uh -huh. <clears throat> Um, lack of integrity with me, which really bumps into me 
Right, um, that that affects your self-esteem, right? It has mm-hmm. long-term impact on your believing or having confidence that you're in yourself because you're not saying what's really there. Right. Um, and for the longest time when I did that, when I didn't have integrity, I would look into other people's backyards instead of be like, oh, you're really actually upset with, with the person you're <laughs> right here. Um, relationships obviously crumble or there, there is, there's a lack of relationship integrity in the relationship. And so then, um, there isn't trust in the relation. There's a lot of assuming or, um, breakdown of a relationship. So, and then I know that for me, I'm a more high emotion individual. And so when I rub up on that, I actually become anxious and more impulsive when I get in the, when I rub up against and have internal struggle. Yeah. Uh, do you find yourself comparing to as well? Yes. A lot. Right, so then you, and what does that generate for you? Frustration. Yeah. Not good enough. Yeah. You're, you know, so I, what I'm after is kind of busting your flatter, how you flatter yourself about who you are. Ah, yep. I want, I want you to look into the darker side. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, we, and this is true for all of us. We have a tendency to view ourselves, you know, there's a, there's a famous therapist who's dead now, and he used to say human, human being's sense of themselves ranges from flattery to pure fantasy. And yeah. so we tend to flatter ourselves. So if you were to look into the darker side and you find yourself comparing yourself with your brother, his fiance, you know, and everything that's going on, what comes up for you? Oh, I'm never how, gonna be. I'm never gonna be successful as them because they have. They have their life together. They have their life together in a different way than you do. Yeah, right. But you see, you're comparing, like you said, you look into their backyard. So envy is usually what comes up in that. <laughs> in that, that dynamic comparison generates envy. Envy is generated from. There's a guy named Helmut Schuck who did a study in 88 different cultures and found that every culture had one system. They had a systems of laws to generate, to kind of control envy because it comes up. It, it's like jealousies. I want what you have and envies. I don't want you to have what you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. So, and so then that, that can, and I'm not saying this happens, but this could happen. Like you could backbite them or say little things or, you know, that would cut them or make them feel less or, you know, you might want to under, undermine your parents' affection towards them. Those kinds of things could come up. Yep. Yeah. And 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 then even if your parents do start to, let's say, you, you achieve something with that by separating their relationship with your parents or causing conflict there, what does that do for you? <laughs> causing so you're asking if I to try and in, interrupt the relationship with my brother and my parents is that what you asked yeah yeah like if because that's what envy would do right if you're envious of uh, them you you may cause conflict with them do you know what I mean right 
and if you and it, like little things to cause suspicion about them or you know around them that's what en- that's what happens that's kind of a, a natural flow you know what i mean mm-hmm. of envy that expression is to keep pe- to keep them from having the trusting or deep relationship or close relationship with you and your parents that they may desire because you may want what they have or you don't think it's possible for you to have it so you don't want them to have it it's a hard truth I'm asking you to check in. Is any of that going on for you? I'm not saying it is, but those, that, that's that, a, that. Yes, I w- that was definitely going on. I would be lying to say if it, it was totally all gone, but it was definitely a lot bigger a few Before. months ago. Um, whereas now... Yeah, there's a little bit there, but not as big as it was. And yeah, wait, I think letting what? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, Forget. I me. think when I really got real with that part, it became more of a possibility to separate and to be our own thing. And that right. was okay. Got it. Makes sense. So you've you've recognized some of this already. Yeah. And you've you've been intervening in it in your own mind eh. now well, the thing i want to point out though is recently you know you're when you talk about when you feel robbed of the opportunities that produces a certain mood in your relationship would you agree yes right and describe the mood it produces towards jay because i assume jay's the one who's jay has robbed you of the of the in your mind because he's been there longer and he's no no I, w- I wouldn't say it was that um, that he's good, that he's good. been Tell there longer. It's that we were extended a full time opportunity to work here. My husband was, and then mm-hmm. we discussed for months, and then and, and then it was no longer viable. We were told, and and now it'll get well. We need full time help, and we're like right here we we were gonna do oh the ranch can't and so like there's there's this as my husband say monkey say monkey do it doesn't match for him and it <laughs> and it really really bothered and it bothers it bothered, him and you yeah and it what is it that bothers you in other words when they when that opportunity was there how long did you wait before you decided to take it the opportunity to work full-time Yes. Like, didn't you? I thought you said you, you guys kind of straddled the fence for a while. Right. So, yeah. So, Mitch was going to, Mitch had to teach for five years to pay off some student uh, uh, grants. Sure. And then after that, he was in work full time. And that was like discussed for like months. And then mom and Jay, I felt like didn't we got we got there like okay we're ready like it's time the year the five year is over and oh no we're not we're not ready and I we Mitch and I make up that it wasn't there was more to that than what was being said like what was told to us was the ranch wasn't financially able to do that 
but with more the more and more conversations we have the more and more we're like i think there was more to that than financial that's yeah not been brought to the light okay so. good and and so so what what are you noticing so far if you kept taking responsibility for how you got to where you're at what are you noticing about how you engage the breakdown or the, you know, like, so they made, they made an offer. You guys talked about Mitch working five years to pay off some debt as a teacher and then gradually work into it, that kind of thing. And things have shifted. Now, what do you notice about your, your, and so you're feeling that the shift and their unwillingness to act, or at least I'm trying to figure out how do you know they won't support you doing what you want to do. You're concerned they won't, right? I'm not concerned about words, my dad, but I, yeah, the, the, I'm concerned about the um, my mom and my brother. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. So you're, but the point is, in other words, you're thinking your dad is going to be persuaded by your mom and your brother. Is that accurate? Because you think your mom yes, and your persuaded brother persuaded or bullied, I like the allowance of the bully bullying. Yeah, right. Right. So your you have a, your your fear, your belief is your mom and your brother won't support you and will persuade your father not to go along with you. Correct. Correct. Okay. Good. And and so. Do you think that has anything to do with your willingness to stand? In other words, because you don't think you have their support, you're not willing to stand. You're still playing kind of wishy-washy in the background because you're afraid to face the reality that they may not stand with you on this. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. Tell, tell me what you're thinking, what you're feeling. I Yeah. That was a. So it's not a lack of confidence. It's it's a lack of courage. It's the unwilling. It's afraid. It's your fear of standing out and then facing what might be in front of you. That's really what's got you. Not the, it's not like you don't have you. Do you have confidence that you could raise the cattle, handle yes. the, the horses, the and, and goats or whatever? Do you have confidence that you could do all that? Yes. Yes, I, I do. Yeah, and if I, I didn't know, I, I, I have people to reach to and ask. Like Figure it out. Yeah. That's right. So so it's what it sounds like is that you're afraid of the stand that's being called for to get clear about what that's going to take to do it. Yeah. What are you thinking? What are you thinking, Kylie? <laughs> yeah, I... That relationships might even get worse before they get better. Yes. Well, worse meaning what? Why is it worse if you got clear about both your mother? Let's say your mother and you you into you into it. Your mother and Jay have specific concerns about you taking the twelve thousand acres or utilizing them. And what the, its impact is going to be on the ranch and all that. They're going to have concerns. You're right. Intu- you're intuiting that, correct? Okay, good. Why is it worse? Why is it a 
they get worse if you get clear about what those concerns are. Why is that worse? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It would seem like that would be, wouldn't that seem like that would be better to understand? <laughs> Let's yeah. play a game. Let's play a game. How would it be better to understand your, your family's concerns about what you and Mitch want to do with the land and your portion of what you want to do? How is it better to understand their their concerns? Why is that better than not understanding? Because I'm going to have to... Because it's going to take a lot of time to keep going again and again to get past the wall of we're going to verbally attack because we feel threatened. And I, 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 I'm I avoiding that. I have avoided that for... I don't, I, don't, I don't know what you mean. Clarify for me, please. The times that I have, this is what we want. This is how we're going to do it. And, and, Mitch, and Mitch has started doing it now instead of me. It becomes backhanded comments we didn't well or verbal it, there's a huge defense that seems to go am and it well, and Ky child kylie gets I mean, scared i don't know what you mean who's defending when that comes up mom mitch or you? oh well it's happened to both of us mitch and i have both done it at separate times and you get so you get upset and attack each other no, Mitch and I will specifically say what we want or this is what we would like to do or this is what we would like to see. And mom in particular will get defensive, angry. Okay. You know, I I'm hitting something. Yeah. So what is the, so that, do you know what you're hitting? And that comes up, what do you, when that comes no. up, what do you do? How do you behave when your mom gets defensive or starts to um, withdraw or, you know, distance herself from you or push you away? What do you then do? How do you behave? Um, up until now. Up until, well, two times I have had this conversation and I've gotten curious, like, hey, I, I make up. I experienced there to be some defensiveness. What's going on for you right now? And it just turns into more. Well, you're making a bigger deal out of this than you need to. I'm not defensive. What are you talking about? Well, what what's... Um, yeah. Or she gets upset. Right. And she feels like you're... Okay, good. And so then what do you do? After the Revenant in April, I pursued that for probably 10 minutes. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Like, hey, da, 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 you know, and we did it again and again and again. And finally, so mom said, I don't want to play. And I'm like, okay, well, we can be done. Like, okay, so you then you're willing to, then you, your mom says she doesn't want to do it. And then you resign, you stop. In, in, in that nope. moment, yeah. Okay, good. Now, tell me. What prevents you from moving forward anyway? 
Like, what prevents you from you and Mitch starting with the land you have, doing what you said you're committed to doing, pursuing getting the other property? What prevents you from continuing in your stand, even if your mom along the way is going to not want to talk about it till you know, like what prevents you from standing until she's ready to talk about it and pursuing what matters to you? Because I've made up, she's told me no, and I'm a kid, and when I've been told no, it's over. Yeah, okay, good. Well, great. So it's a historical thing. But you see, this is what I meant by, is the vision big enough for you worth failing a number of times to get there? Yeah. Right, then learning along the way, right? Yeah. Because nobody's stopping you and Mitch from pursuing these things with the property you have and then continuing to grow and asking for more property. Nobody's nobody's stopping you from doing that, are they? Well, no. Because I, I don't hear that. I just hear that they don't approve of it. Or right. there's... Your mom, your mom may not approve of it. Even Jay is more open, and your dad, and so, but but you're not. You stop in the face of your mother's disapproval, right? Yeah. And then you blame her for your stopping. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. You stop and you blame her. So what if it didn't have anything to do with your mother? Well, that would be great. <laughs> well, well, let's say it doesn't. In other words, what you just told me, told you said that. It really doesn't have anything to do with her. It has to do with you. She gets upset because she doesn't quite understand it. She's insecure about it or she's afraid you won't be successful. Whatever it is. Right. You just stop. In the middle of that, you stop. She doesn't stop you. She just voices where she's at and you stop. And then you and Mitch get pissed off because you stopped and you blame her for your stopping or Jay or your yeah. dad because he right, like that. Yeah. Rather than building standing and continuing to, like in what you have now and building it and asking for what you need as you build it and as you need it. Instead of doing that, you stop. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> right so that's the difference between a stand like that's why i said what's more important what are you aiming at what well, sounds like you're aiming at your parents approval and you're you know wanting to fit in rather than standing for what matters to you and allowing them to go through what it's like it's okay they got to go through whatever they got to go through and you could navigate it and but it sounds like you get pissed off at them for that you blame them for it then you want them to to change before you move on, rather than moving on and working with it wherever they're at as you're moving on. They don't have to move along with me. Right? They don't, do they? No. Do, do they have to? Don't you and Mitch have the capacity to just even start with the land you have? And don't do you think as you grow, you could make those requests of your father? You think he'd be more interested if he saw you growing? Yeah. If you needed more property, if you needed to build a barn, if you needed whatever you needed, do you think if you had the thing moving in that direction, he would be more interested in dealing with that? Yeah, I think so. Do you think? And then, do you think you'd have a stand? You'd have you'd have re, you'd have actual results. You could say, "Look, 
I need these things. We've grown this far. The ranch has capacity. This is, you know, like there's a, isn't there a number of ways to open that conversation with the facts rather than the emotional judgments you might have of your parents and what you think they're trying to do? Yeah. What are you, what's going on for you? What are you thinking? Oh, we've been stuck for a while. It's going to be nice to be unstuck. Yeah, I mean, you're certainly you're going to have some thing waters, rough waters at times, patches that you're going to have to navigate. But you you're clear about what you want. Uh-huh. You admit you're clear about what you want, and that possibility is there. You just got to move, take it, like move right into it. Yeah, and let and- your parents. Let your parents and, and Jay and his fiance deal with that as you take the stand, as you come up against the need and make the request, then you're going to have more specific conversations that are going to be much easier to navigate than this psychological, you know, fear that they're trying to, you know, they're trying to whittle you out or they're trying to rob you. All of that's just about being right in your, in your mm-hmm. stuckness. At least that's how it seems to me. Yeah. Yeah, you pay off for you to be right. But if you take a stand, you're going to have to risk failing and then going again. And they'll say, see, you didn't succeed there. And then you either get up and go again or you could you could succeed. And then you're faced with, OK, how do I get what's now I got to do a strategy. Me and Mitch got to figure out how we get the resources we need to continue to take care of what we're growing on the ranch. Mm-hmm. That's a different that's a whole different problem. And one that is much easier to navigate with your dad and your mom and your brother if you have specifics about it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Tell me what's going on. I know dad... This might be. I'm concerned about dad. What do you mean? I don't want to ask anything of him. You, you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Because. Because I experienced him really worn down and really, really, really forgetful. I'm really worried about his health. It's deteriorated. Yeah, but how would asking him? My point is, you are. Do you see how you're? How do you see out what you're doing with your dad? I'm making an excuse to not ask for what I want. What you and and do you need? Let me ask you: Do you need the twelve thousand acres right now? No. Okay. What do you need right now? Like, if you think about this, it's not like all or nothing. It's like, how do you begin to live your vision now and then ask your father for what you need now? And as you grow, it becomes more and more relevant. They begin to see your competency, you and Mitch's competency and what you're doing. And then you have a bait, you're creating credibility and you're creating very specific 
needs that you're going to be able to navigate in very logical ways with it. Your dad's very logical. I know. Right. And that, and that's Mitch and I have discussed that. Like we could do it in bites and just build our livestock as we, but livestock's really, really expensive right now. Um, we've thought about share cattle or, um, I mean, we could go, we could go more full blast on like having 200 cows, but they're not ours. They're share cows for somebody else, but we get 70% of the profit. I mean, there are other ways that we can make right. money so with livestock. Like, right yeah. the resource compensation. See, you're much more productive in that conversation because once you guys get clear about what's the best term for you, uh-huh. like that's a whole nother coaching conversation. Okay. Yeah. To sit down and have a conversation about what's best for us in the short term here to build the long-term vision. Once you're clear about that, that also gives you more objective criteria to sit down with the family and negotiate for what you see you need in that phase. So and then you, yeah, you're not, phases. That's not thrown. Yeah, that's right. Your dad's not. So if you're really concerned about your father, doesn't that support your father and right. the rest of the family? Because you're not trying to go after 12,000 acres. You're going after maybe seven or eight at a time or a hundred or 200 at a time. Yeah. Like that. And then they can, there's something that's a way to negotiate the resources of the ranch into it so that it benefits everybody. There's a whole myriad of, there's a lot of math to do there in order to accomplish what you're committed to. But if you're trying to shoot, like, like I work with companies that are, you know, they, they shoot rockets up, right? And they look at trying to get to one phase at a time. Let's first not have the rocket blow up. Okay, good. Now the rocket's not blowing up. Let's see if we can get it to orbit. Oh, shoot. It missed orbit two or three times, but we're closer and closer, right? It's one phase at a time. Right. Instead of you think, wanting to go to the whole run. Yeah. That's right. Do you think that might tip, put less stress on the relationships and give them a time to, you know, to acclimatize, or what do you call that, the, um, to, to get connected to and in sync with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. But what what do you think you have to get, what do you have to interrupt in order to do that? Like what's, what needs to be interrupted to see that possibility? Interrupted for me? Yeah. There's, because you click into these, you you make yourself the good guy, you and Mitch make yourselves the good guy and your parents, the resource you want, you make the bad guy. So that sets up a, a polarized situation rather than they are they're they're navigating their own lives as best they can. I'm sure they have interests you haven't thought about and so on. But how can I like you said, if you're concerned about your dad, how can I make this so it's bite size and it's not that something man. he has to struggle with all that at once when he doesn't even know if you're you know, he doesn't see how you're going to make that jump. Yeah. So Phases. by doing increment that's right. By phases, he begins to see, and so do your brother. That's your brother, and your mom. What an asset you are to the to the whole op- operation as well as your own. Uh-huh. Thoughts? I got a lot of work to do. Well, don't we all? <laughs> yeah. So that see, so there's a number of conversations here. There's the conversation with you and Mitch to get really clear about what. What would be a phase you guys could handle 
And what do you need to do it? What request do you need to make to support you in doing that? Well, and what are the channels besides your parents you might have in the background as well? Like, how can you, how can you get committed to the outcome of the ranch that you want rather than aiming at your par- getting your parents' approval or making Jay or your mom pay? Like, like those aren't as important as you having the vision turn out. Mm-hmm. And what right. you and Mitch, what you and Mitch want to do is worth failing for. Yeah, but getting yeah. getting over the approval. Well, it's like not, you'll get over it as soon as you re- see. Here, here's what I'm saying. I don't think you you've invested yourself. You've invested yourself in more in getting even or or getting your parents to understand you or getting liked like that than you have in Mitch and the fam your family in accomplishing what you want. Because mm-hmm. the more you invested in that, I would suggest the less those other things are going to mean and the more open-handed you're going to be with your parents. Yeah. yeah. Tell me what you For heard. Sure. Okay. Tell, tell me what you heard me say. What showed up for you in that? If I focus on Mitch and okay. I's vision, I'm going to be less emotionally triggered. And leading to like wanting to the approval and the validation and that I can only supply for myself internally, to be honest. Yeah. And if you're focused on your and Mitch's, I I don't know if I heard you correctly. You said, if you focus on your and Mitch's vision, you're going to get triggered. Is that what you said? No, I'm going to be less emotionally triggered. Uh, I, I didn't hear it, right? I, oh, sorry. Yes. Just, no, less emotionally well, triggered. That's what I added, or not what you said. I added that. I just want to, did I hear that right? Yeah. <laughs> so, right. No. Well, yeah, you, my point is, when you, when do you, do you, do you think it does your vision better? Does it support your vision to be pissed off at your parents and Jay? No. 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 Does that reduce the possibility space for you? Oh, Absolutely. Yep, makes yeah. you more stuck. Yeah, yeah. I want. I wonder how you could be with them. You know that would open up the possibility space. Good question. Yeah, like, like if you thought if you were really clear, what you and it, if you and Mitch just got really steel-eyed, focused on what you guys want. And you could enumerate it, and you were taking action toward it. What do you think? How do you think that would impact your rea- your interactions with Jay, your mom, and your dad? If you were really clear about what you were doing and 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 what you needed, um. I mean, I'm, it's going to have to be risked to, to it not being liked at all. Okay. They may not like it. That's what you think. Let, let me ask you this. Who would you become if you gave up the thought that your mom and Mitch, or your mom and, and Jay uh, don't want you to do what you want to do? 
like they're out to stop you or they don't believe in you. If you gave up that thought, who would you become? How would you be? Can you imagine that? <laughs> that's a big, it's a big person. Yeah. Well, tell me about like, who would you become? Like, describe that person. Can you describe them? Fearless. Go getting. Um, valiant. I don't know why that came up, but it did. No, that makes sense. Valiant. Yeah. You would. You'd be courageous. You would probably respect your mom better because you'd understand her needs, and you would begin to see and your and your brothers and so on. You might see new ways to work with them that would help them and support you. Mm. That would be valuable. But that takes, that's like you just give up the thought that they're out to get you rather than they're doing what they think is best. And what if you could get committed to what you think is best for you? You guys could have a much more objective conversation. Mm. You, if you sought to understand them the way you want them to understand you. And you'll do that if you're clear about what your vision is. If you're like you're aiming at what you and Mitch want rather than paying them back for how you feel unjustly treated. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. Like, that, and that's something you, you know, that's a whole set of conversations. But, you know, that's a practice. If you practice that going forward with Mitch... That will help. That 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 will open up a different possibility than what you're standing in right up until now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you think about taking action, what's the first action? What are some actions you think you can take immediately toward that outcome? Like in the next week or two. Well, I've um. We're doing more coaching mediation with a different a Canadian gal um Good. we've uh transitioning I've been working on a letter for about two weeks making these like stating our vision our ultimate goal of how many acres we want maybe I should phase it instead of having the you know and then and there was a deadline, like when, like in about a year and a half, like this decided so it can move forward. It doesn't have to be like, we have all this at this time, but that a decision is made in a year and a half of what it's going to look like, but maybe phases of, this is our vision. And then the phases of our vision. Um, or just even state a phase as well. Yeah. Way. A phase. Like what action can you take in the next couple of weeks toward that? And with whom? And the letter. <laughs> the tra the this transition coach encouraged Mitch and I to write a letter and send it. Oh, great. That's awesome. Send it to your parents? Mm -hmm. And to and a Jay? Yeah. No, she said specific, uh, it could be to Jay, too. It was more specifically to mom and dad. 
great. So there's an action step. And in describing the first phase, if you just went one phase, like no need to pour everything on them at once, right? If you just get start getting permission for getting connection and support for the first phase would okay. be very helpful since they're a resource. Right. Yeah. Considering what other resources you have outside of them is another thing you could you could begin to do between you and Mitch. Oh, other resources out. Yeah. Yeah, we Yeah. Yeah. Land's pretty expensive. We can dream. <laughs> well, I mean there's other resources I'm talking about developing your just your ranch in a way that they can oh, see you're serious oh. with a Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. It may not you know, with the land you've got, or if they can see, to my point is the more you and Mitch make this concrete and near term, like here's what we're going to do in the next year, right? Boom. Here's how many, cow- here's how much, many cattle we're going to have. Here's how many goats we're going to have. Here's how many horses. Here's what we're going to build. You know, like this is what we want to do. And that, yeah. that expresses your commitment clearly Rather than here, we need twelve thousand acres. When, like you said, you don't have the money right now, you may not have the total experience for that. The ranch is obviously operating. There are going to be multiple concerns that if you chunk it down, you you start to build into the vision and create the credibility for the vision between not only with you and Mitch but with the family. And then, yeah, yeah. Claire, yeah. What are you thinking? I feel better. Don't worry, that'll pass. <laughs> Tell me what's opening up for you. What what's what's what do you see opening up for you? Like actually being able like doing the vision, like just doing it and if I don't have approval, that's yeah. okay. Like, just go. Like, yeah. Like, one of the things I'm thinking is, is it would this still be a vision for you if your parents weren't there, or if you didn't have the the acreage you guys have? Let's say you just had the ten acres. Would you still want to build a far a, a ranch? Yeah, but where I live, ten acres couldn't support. No, but would yeah. still want to is my what? And then that would cause you to. My point is, would you still want to? Would you still want to do the the ranch with Mitch, if you didn't have the resource that your dad's ranch offered? Yes. But you have to need think to be about scaled it down a lot for what we could afford. So that, that's right. But I mean, my point is, if that it's the kind of vision I'm asking you, would you still do this even if your parents, if you didn't get any of the 17,000 acres or whatever, 20,000 acres, and we just had your 10, is that still something you and Mitch would want to do? That's the thing. That's the question I have with Mitch.
I guess for me, that's, that's, a. I would still want to be involved in agriculture and animals. Sure. But it, it would don't... look so different because like a cent 10 okay. acres here doesn't go very far at all. Like it. Right. I, I, I'm, I, what I'm asking you is not be confined by the circumstance. You see how you, you get stuck on the circumstances. I'm asking you yeah. to have a vision that that's what you, that's how your dad has whatever, 23,000 acres or whatever it is. He has all that acreage and he has that branch because he has a vision that exceeded his circumstances. And that's mm-hmm. what kept informing his actions. So my, I'm, I'm suggesting what if you and Mitch put together a vision that whether or not you got the immediate resources, what is the vision that's driving you beyond these circumstances that's meaningful enough for you to take those risks? And it may not be what you described. I'm just saying, what is that? So that you, you your circumstances look like an opportunity because they're the starting plan mm-hmm. rather than having to have everything you need all at once. But it's worth fighting for. It's worth working for. It's worth failing for. Yeah. What is that? What is that? Yeah, that's Leaving. what I would. In other words, do, 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 why do you, do you see how that's important? Tell me, what do you see in that? Like, why would you want to have that kind of vision? Because then you won't quit. Yeah. And you're going to get creative and resourceful. And you won't let circumstances stop you. In fact, you'll learn how to use them. You'll you'll actually look at obstacles as as problems to solve to get to what really matters to you. Mm-hmm. It makes it meaningful and worth the journey. Yeah. See, but otherwise, if you're circumstance dependent, you're going to find yourself depressed when the circumstances aren't the way you want them to be rather than creative mm-hmm. and resourceful. Yeah. And that's what makes your dad so successful is he's extremely resourceful. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And you've got that. And you just, if you're focused beyond your circumstances, that's right. Yeah. He's like, oh, we only have 10 acres. No, we have 10 acres. That's a start. Now, how can we, given the complexity of our relationship with the, the ranch, how can we have that grow? Mm-hmm. And if we didn't have the ranch, then we would figure out a way to have it grow anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. It would just be a lot. Yeah. You'd have to phase a lot differently. Well, you'd also you'd stop depending on your parents in a way where you get resentful if you don't get your way, Right. Because if you're expecting them to give you what you're, you want it, and, and if you can't get it from them, you're going to be angry. That's what produces that outburst. Rather than, you know what, I'm clear I'm going to have this happen. If I don't get it here, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. What are you thinking? Yeah, I have a lot of limits on money. And yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Right. And that produces that resentment when you don't get what you want. Like you so that's another coaching call yeah, <laughs> about your <right>. limitations. <laughs> yeah. That, so all right. So what act you're gonna take action. What's the action you're gonna take? I'm gonna work on my letter and us Mitch and I are gonna work on our letter 
and specifically what our first phase I'm, is. We're, we're going to state our vision, but then specifically state what our first phase of our vision is going to be and what we need in that first phase. And then send right it. On. Clear, right on. Clear requests. Vision, what you need, clear requests. Yeah. Powerful requests. Powerful requests. Yeah, like specifically, it's what we need. Can we have this? Can we have that? Will you do this? Will you do that? Et cetera, et cetera. Uh-huh. All right? All right. Thank you. Always a pleasure being with you. Thank you. And uh, talk soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Bless you. Thanks. Call me if you need anything. Let me know. I'd okay. like to see how your outgoes. Okay. All right, girl. Well, thanks.